Um, yo, Mike, check one, two, one, two. Yo, yo. Snigger Dame. It's about to get a tattoo live on the fucking pot. I've been wanting to do it for a minute, man. It's, it's time. It's time. Oh, can you hear me? No. What about now? Okay, yeah. I've been wanting to do it for a minute. It's time. Uh, find an incredible artist, my homie Terrence. Shout out. Shout out to Chris Jones for putting putting the connection together. Inc. Dot thirty one on Instagram. So hit him up because you know he came through in the clutch. He traveled for a nigga, you know, and I I appreciate it. And he about to give me a, a modern art masterpiece live on Shop Talk. And what is this masterpiece about to be? I'm getting a rose on my neck. <laughs> of course you are, <laughs> <laughs> nigga, 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 nigga. Yeah, man. And I'm gonna I'm gonna throw this I'm gonna I'm gonna throw it up on live on the Shop Talk page. So okay, you know. That's gonna be dope, man. Um, we got the cameras. Got... We got the cameras. Maybe get some some foot. Ah, oh. perfect footage for the doc. I didn't even think about it. Slowing the brain. My shit ain't charged up though. Damn, I should have. Slow, on your I ain't got. I got zero time, man. I've been so fucking busy. How the new gig? Uh, shit, busy. I can't do shit really. Um. Monday through Friday, 8 to 5. You know what I'm saying? I can't even. <laughs> then after that, you up here most days. Yeah, this or doing some shit for Rick or doing some um gigs or here's this. Need a break. I need a vacation. But I can't but you take just a break. You know what I'm saying? No, like, shit. Ain't no motherfucking vacation. Then I'm trying to, you know, just bought a fucking house, trying to move my shit in and do shit around there. Like uh, That's why you need you a wife. What, she she gonna she gonna stay in the floors, nigga. <laughs> like put her ass to work. <laughs> okay. Put her ass to work. Make her learn a trade. All right. Hell <laughs> <laughs> you know yeah. But hey, it is what it is, man. Um. All right, man. We was just talking a little bit of shit before we start the show, man. We we'll back in a minute. This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studios in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit www.shoptalkpod.com. Pink suits with hats to match. Big crocodiles and Cadillacs. You looking for the fattest sacks? This is where it's at. Windows tinted, seats for lyric line. Keep the hands on the burner, cause niggas know that it's money on the Yo, what up though? It's your man Jay Johnson, aka the Tim Foyle Hat Titan, aka the conspiracy realist, aka the technology snob, Steve Jobs Jr. Don't text him with your green bubbles, aka I only debate my equals, everybody else I teach. Also known as Juice, because all the hoes say, J.U. Ice, Young Caesar, because you know you can't roam without me. Mister, if you don't like me, fight me. I got kicked out of Noah's Ark because they couldn't find another animal just like me, a.k.a. the West Side T'Challa, the new leader of Wakanda. Don't debate me, debate your mama. I am the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. What up? What up, though? And it's your man, Dame Gone Wild. I look crazy as fuck. The West Side Landlord, the Pride of PA. High Chief Dame Don't Fuck Around. The liquor store legend, the corner store conquistador. Your mama's favorite Dame. And the David Ruffin of the Shop Talk Podcast, because you know who the fuck they came to see. Not you, Otis. It's no better than these four letters. Thank God for Dame. And if you're speaking on Dame, you better say it nice. And if you don't put the boss in front, then bitch, you're not saying it right. Let's go. 
Yo, welcome back, Shop Talk Podcast, episode two hundred and thirty-three. I, I got a name for this episode already. Okay, let's hear it. Ink my whole body up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So look, so we doing we doing something different today. You know, as part of the Dame Going Wild World Tour, I got my man Ink dot thirty one on IG. The homie Terrence came through. He's gonna ink me live on air. Uh, I'm throwing a rose on my neck because, uh, you know, I want my flowers where I can smell them. And uh, then, you know, tell man. Him, tell them tell him who, t- who gave you that one. That that was <laughs> from from the pamphlet <laughs> shit Jay was writing about. <laughs> and then, man, like my mother. So, like, I be believing in my dreams real heavy. Good. I don't know why. Uh, that's probably how a guy talked to me. So, I had a dream about roses. And I was like, man, I'm going to put them on my neck. And then since I'm about to, like, not be working for the white man no more. You know, I can do shit like this now. Instead of you pores, they got to go to work. <laughs> us, us pores? Pores. Oh, man. <laughs> peasants. <laughs> Fucking peasants. Well, listen, man. Um, Whatever your oppressor gives you is not good for you. I mean, that's not a lie. Uh, mm-hmm. You ain't right when you, I mean, you ain't wrong when you're right. You know, feel me? I'm only wrong twice a year. Uh, nigga, you wrong all the time. <laughs> I don't even have a, I don't even have a, a snappy, funny comeback. But like, the damn going wild show continues. <laughs> uh, how, how was your week, dog? Hey man, week was cool, man. I'm celebrating, still on my birthday run. Nigga turned thirty nine. God is good for letting me see another uh time around the sun. And uh, that's it, man. I worked thirteen and a half hours today. I am off Mountain Dew and Swedish Fish. I am juiced <laughs> the fuck up, dog. <laughs> um, so you you got a birthday month like the like you you think you a bad bitch? <laughs> like what's, <laughs> what's going on? <laughs> so look, I still want to give people the opportunity to pay homage and send me the birthday <laughs> gifts that I requested. I did get some of the gifts off the list, so and, I know some of you niggas got money, and I ain't seen you shoot nobody. So what happened? All that I mean, it, no it, action. I, I said y'all had to the seventh, which is tomorrow. The deadline is tomorrow. Niggas start getting shot tomorrow night. Are you first? <laughs> Did I get anything on the get on the list? Well, that's that's your first way to avoid getting shot, Jason. No, the answer is no. I did not get you anything <laughs> on the list, so, so, you, we'll, so you, we'll see what happens tomorrow. But you can also avoid getting shot by cash after me a five thousand dollar love offering. Hey yo, um, like the church. Did you smoke weed today? No, I plan on getting high as a motherfucker once I'm done with this because I know I'm gonna be in a, in a stench of pain. Mm. So I wonder, um, is it better or worse for you to get a tattoo while you high? It is worse. I I think it makes you no. It's it's liquor that makes your blood thinner. Uh, I've never gotten a tattoo high though. Mm. But to, I didn't figure like tonight was the night to find. Of all the days I get high. And come to the studio. I didn't do it today, but I'm I got glad, weed. Uh, I got weed rolled. What you what you saying? I'm saying I'm glad you was being responsible today, man. I oh. appreciate you. You know, and what I'm I saying? didn't get high when we had the interview with the young lady from from the school board. Did she win? She did. All right. Yeah, she was a uh, uh, number three. Well, you know, let me find. Let me look at the the, the final total. But like, she was winning. We swung the vote. Yeah, I we mean, swung the vote. You come on Shop Talk podcast with your political aspirations, we get you elected. I mean, we're we're shooting we're shooting a hundred right now. Because you know, on the on the, on the pod, she kept saying that she got out out um out fundraised or out, out spent or whatever. But you know, we got reach. We 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 swung the vote. 
Uh, we got reached here specifically in the city of Detroit. Uh, I mean, people listen all over, but you know, we we got love here. And we said once we once she won, we was gonna have her back on because I need to, you know, as a parent with school late with kids in the Detroit public schools, there's some things that I got some concerns about, and I want to voice them. Yeah, um, I enjoyed that episode. I got good feedback on it too. Um, we dropped two episodes on y'all last week because we can. You feel yeah. me? When you own the studio, you do whatever the hell you want to do. Absolutely. Um. And plus, um, you know, I got some political aspirations. I'm um, run, I'm running for um, um, a state representative seat at some point within the near future. Um, so I'm, so I'm going to ask you live on air. Are you going to take me with you? I am not taking you with me because <laughs> I will not win. So uh, I will I will I will disrespect you publicly, but in private, you are my man. OK, <laughs> you, you got you got to have like a staff or something. You know what I'm saying? And I would like to be part of your staff. You think Joel got a staff? He got a couple niggas working for him. And that's not even a joke. I'm asking, do you think he actually have a staff? Yeah, (laughs) man, he wear wear buffs. You know he got some niggas protecting him. Does he wear buffs? He does wear buffs. I don't know. Um, I don't know how that shit worked, dog. I wonder what they get paid a year. Do I got to still, can I quit my job if I'm the state rep? Yeah, you can. And then one term, you get permanent permanent, uh, retirement benefits. All you got to do is serve one term. And then got to wait till turn sixty two to get the cash in, huh? Nah, man. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know you, but you gonna be dirty and have some shit going under the table, have some kickbacks. Ain't shit about me, dirty. Man. You uh, gonna be dirty. I'm clean, dog. Whatever. Ain't nobody out there with no bad shit to say on my name. Um, I've invited niggas to say I've been telling y'all for what since 2016 um, that I'm good and can't nobody throw no dirt on my fucking name and ain't nobody in these five and a half years. They came up here and said anything negative. Wait till, I, you, wait till you run. Then that's when all your illegitimate children going to come out the woodwork. Hey, listen, the belt is always on the line. Do you want me to go into the other room and get the belt? The belt's already on the line. Anytime somebody want to come up here, debate me, argue with me, man, feel free. Shout out to the homie, the beat lord. Macho just checked in. Yeah. All my people's checking in. So listen, dog, I might have an opportunity to do a reality TV show. With me? No, uh, not at Just all. Just you. Um, so listen. You're selfish. This dog. is wild, dog. So Vanessa hit me up earlier today, right? Mm-hmm. And um, The Cohen brand. Yeah. Uh, and she sent me this uh, this flyer about some reality TV show, and um, they're doing some casting and shit. I'm, I'm going to read this to you. What type of TV show? Is, okay, go ahead and read it. Go uh, ahead and read it. Let me cut you off. She said she had exotic fruit trees, pet wild animals, and the man of her dreams, but she fucked it all up. Pick up where Eve left off. Welcome to a wild paradise and a real chance to find real love. If you are single, love the outdoors, and want to escape to a lush, hidden paradise to to meet like-minded singles, a new cutting-edge TV series from the producers of Naked and Afraid wants (laughs) to put you there. Everyone loves a love story. And <laughs> is that, this yours? That, that sentence got me worried. Hey, listen. So it says a nationwide search for nature loving uh, singles is now underway. If you love nature and are genuinely looking for love, blah, 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 shower under the waterfall and get primal in a journey for self discovery <laughs> that is all about body, mind, heart, soul. Man, that's some white people layered love. language, Jason. That's some white people layered language. So listen. Um, 
I'm like, I'm I'm talking shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, man, I'll fuck around and blow up off this show and shit. She's like, I know the casting director. I'm about to send her your um she's like, you got a headshot? I said, no. Like, even though I'm a photographer and I take headshots for people, I don't actually have one for myself. Um, so she said she found a picture on um, my Instagram and sent it to her my contact information. And then she screenshot me um, her response. Don't say this on air, but look, <laughs> hold on. Oh, you can't. Can you say that? Like, Don't say that on air, but uh, look what she said. <laughs> uh, so I might be, I might be in there. You feel me? Hey man, uh, that was the that was a nice picture she said to me too. But yeah. like, yo, fam, what would happen if I went on a fucking naked and afraid love Eve show? Are you ready to get? Huh, this 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 might probably sound a little wild. Are you ready to get ass naked on TV? I'm saying, dog, all these white women ain't never seen this type of shit in the cul-de-sac. <laughs> you feel me? This is the, the cul-de-sac smasher, okay? They ain't never seen no shit like this. But think about this, dog. I mean, we've been doing the pod for a minute, right? Now, yeah. I got historical data that shows year over year we get better and better. Numbers go up. Absolutely. Demographic month, goes up. The whole Month nine. over month. Yeah, right. So, like, if I got on national television and just said, yo, and they said they looking for people who have different opinions. Now, now you niggas uh, know <laughs> my opinions about everything. You start everything. talking that Farrakhan shit on national TV, they going to put your black ass off that island. I would probably just be in there, you know, talking my, my work professional voice through all the auditions. And as soon as they drop me on that fucking island, what up, though? <laughs> <laughs> Where are my five percenters at? <laughs> you know, you know y'all white people from caves. I'm stuck. <laughs> now I'm stuck on a planet with a bunch of Yakubs grafted up. Like, no, nah. oh, man. <laughs> no, I'm just see your black ass home. I'm just, I'm just serious. Um, but listen, dog. Uh, I was talking to a friend of mine, and she was like, "No, no, no, no." Reality TV is tricky because, like, if you do it the right way, like what, that's your career. What's the wrong way to do it? Oh man, I can give you niggas names that did it the wrong way. Give me a name, nigga. Everybody on Love and Hip Hop that only lasted one season. Them niggas all did it wrong. But you didn't know who they were before, and you know their name now. You knew who Joe Button was before. You knew who Jim Jones was before. And I'm not saying they did bad because Jim made that shit into a career. He did it the right way. But it's a lot of them people who don't gotta go to work no more. That's what I'm saying. You do it right, and that's that's your new job. But you fuck it but up. But that's some hip hop shit. I'll be out fucking. <laughs> I don't know. Listen, man. Um, that that could put us in some good circles. I, I just need so look, and then I would I would hood that shit up, and they would get me on the Breakfast Club somehow and do an interview or put me on fucking Jimmy Fallon show or, I mean, you know, I'm gonna do what I do when I when I, when the lights and the cameras turn on. Yeah, man. That's all. That's all you need. I say do it. Um, and I'll run the I'll run the studio and the podcast and be the Dame Gone Wild show till you get back. Um, so we wouldn't have a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Building to be gone. <laughs> Security guards and then kicked us out and shit. Um, but listen, man, I I don't I don't know, man. Um, I'm I getting damn. This sound wild as fuck for me to get naked on national television and shit. But it's I gonna mean, be some level of nudity. Now, Naked and Afraid is one of my favorite shows for I, sure. And I uh, watch the Bear grill shit where the niggas be on the nature outdoor and all that shit. Yeah. But Naked and Afraid is like some some serious shit because niggas be in the middle of Africa with lions, hyenas, all type of wild shit around them. Niggas lose 40 fucking pounds in a month on that So basically show. it's the greatest workout plan that I can go on. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. But look, listen, man. I know that shit be all... 
fucked up and, and, and be in fucked up places and areas. But like, I mean, at, at all times, there's a nigga with a camera like right behind you. Like, yo, fam, bring me a Snickers tomorrow. Like, like why can't, why can't you bring me a Snickers tomorrow? So what if they put you naked in Africa? Was with- Now I'm back to where my people come from anyway. I'll be straight. My fucking power level, I turn to a Super Saiyan when I touch down on Africa. You know what? It sounds good, but I wonder what the catch to this show is. Because how that shit is written, like, it's got to be, like, the plot twist. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's some shit in the game. I would be the plot twist. I would turn that shit. I would be the villain, nigga. (laughs) You know? I'm normal on this show. It's a love show, man. You don't want to be no fucking villain. Fuck that. I'm the normal on this show. On on, uh, This Week in Culture, I'm the bad guy. I'm the villain, okay? And this PC, because he, you know, he's a good guy. (laughs) I say the wild shit and crazy shit. So, um, you know, so a, a good friend of mine, she saw a picture of, of like me and you and she was like that. She was like that. Jason guy doesn't look like he would be your friend. I was like, why is that? She's <laughs> like, he looks like a good guy. I am a good. And guy. I'm like, Jason is the me and Jason are the same animal. No, we are not the same. We are the same animal. <laughs> Jay just hides his shit more. No, man. But we the same. We the same beast. That's funny. <laughs> we are we, we the same nigga, Jason. We are one hundred percent not the same. Okay, dog. Um, yeah, so we listen. have been friends what twenty five years now. Hey Damn man, here? it's been a minute. Okay, because um, you you or me, I am you. Uh, not at all. <laughs> uh, man, this really about to go down. Man, this tattoo is about to start. I don't know how this shit gonna work. How you gonna talk? But you know, we'll see if you if you cry, you drop a tear. <laughs> Ain't no bitching, dang. I Ain't mean, no you're gonna tattoo on your neck, fam. So it's some nerves over there. I have tattoo. Listen, the most painful tattoo I have is on my rib cage. I got a naked woman that's from like my armpit down to my waistline, and yeah, that was the most pain. Like it hurt. That's the most pain I've ever felt in my life. I almost threw up twice during that tattoo. Mm. Nothing can be that bad. Nothing. And I already got tattoos on my neck. Now they're not gonna be. They're not this big, but. You know, I kind of already know what I'm walking into. But you getting a rose? It got to be filled in with red, correct? Yeah, uh, we got we got at least three colors going on up over here. Outline about to start. Uh, good luck that Terrence got that new tattoo, that new tattoo gun. It ain't like the old school joint. It ain't if, the one that they make out of a, uh, a, a shaver in prison and shit. It feel better than that, man. Oh. It, the old one, you can like kind of feel that shit like really digging into your skin. These new I've ones. I've only got one tattoo of uh, 2014-ish, 2013-ish and shit. So it's time to get you some more ink. Uh, maybe. Maybe, actually. Um, I got a couple different ideas. Um, What's her name? Uh, Sharon, actually. Say no. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, so, man, uh, this week, man. Oh, hold on. Before we get into the week, man, I do want to share something with everybody because I... I've promised to be as very transparent as possible with my whole little kidney journey. So this week I started the uh, the process of getting on a kidney list. Got a lot of interesting information. I'm going to be registered at U of M to try and get my kidney transplant. And I got an idea, man, because the twins have reached out about doing a uh, a drive to try and get me a kidney. Yes. So right now I'm just going to throw it in the atmosphere. My goal is to raise five racks. And I just want to split it down the middle. I want to donate half to kidney research. And, man, somebody somewhere out there might be willing to give me a kidney. And once I figure out all the blood work and what I need to get my people's tested, because some, some people have reached out 
and said they want to get tested to see if they can donate me a kidney. So again, my goal is to reach is to raise five five grand, and I want to give half to cancer research. And if and if somebody is willing enough, and I find a donor to give me that kidney, I want to get the other twenty five hundred to that person because I just feel like. You know, they're going to be off of work and out of commission, too. Yeah. They're giving me life, essentially. So, I mean, I know 2500 ain't a whole hell of a lot of money, but if I can put a little money in their pocket for what they are giving me and my family, you yeah. know, that's that's for y'all. So there will be more details to follow, but uh, Kidney Drive coming soon. Yeah, I, I like that idea, man. And uh, we can do a, um, a pot-a-thon. Yeah. Um, we can go live all day. We do a potathon up here and um see if we can raise that five grand in one day. Yeah, man, that's that's my goal. Uh I also got an idea for just a piece of merch that I want to do to hopefully drive drive that uh kidney drive as well. So any of my people that's listening to the show, if y'all got clothing lines, please reach out to me. I just want to kick some ideas around y'all. You know, I'm not a clothing designer or a fashionista by any stretch of the imagination, but I got an idea if we can make it come to fruition and let that money be towards a good cause and it's not, you know, hurting y'all pockets or y'all y'all bottom line or anything, I want to do that too. Side note, I don't know if y'all can hear in these microphones because they're excellent microphones, um, but the tattoo machine is going on right now and Dave is actually getting tatted while yeah, talking. Yeah, man, I'm, I'm getting ink on me right as I speak. Um, all right, now Dave. Yo. Did you go out and did you exercise your right to vote on Tuesday? I actually did go out and vote on Tuesday. I was a little bit, I'll be honest, man, I was a little uh, on the fence about voting because uh, I'm, I'm not really feeling Joe Biden. Uh, my, my best hope is that, and I'm not wishing death on the man, but, you know, I would like to see Kamala be more than just, you know, a uh, the vice president is essentially just a prop. And I'd like to see her be more than that, but maybe this will uh, propel her into a position to be president one day. But I did get out and vote, man. And okay. I'm glad that I did. Okay. Because this, this election is, is really close, and I just want to throw it out there that Detroit might have saved the saved the free world. Um, I've been hearing that a lot. A lot of the... Um, did you vote? I did. I actually did go out okay. and vote on Tuesday. Um, I started not to, but then I... Then I changed my mind. Um, I don't vote every election. Sometimes I do. Sometimes I don't. It really depends on if I feel like it. You know what I'm saying? I feel you. And um, and that's one of the rights that we do have, the right to vote or the right not to vote. You know, you won't be persecuted either way. Um, but I did. I, I went out um, and I voted. Um, how was your uh, how was the lines and everything? You know what, man? I was a little disheartened when I first got there because there was absolutely no wait. I walked straight in, found out what district I was a part of, and went straight to voting. I did see probably the fattest ass I've ever seen in 2020 at the voting polls, though, so I was glad I got a chance to Did you poll that. it? Did I what? Did you poll it? I, I <laughs> voted for her. Questions. I voted for her. <laughs> um why are you disheartened? You know, everybody mailed their shit in and went like it was and, so much early voting. And and that's what I thought, man. So I had asked, I had requested a mail-in ballot, but it never came. So when I got to the polls, I had to deal with that. There's like a little affidavit that you have to sign off on uh, just to, you know, verify that I'm not voting twice. Oh, uh, so you don't want people that it's Trump talking about. No, I'm, I'm, 
yes, that he wants to probably kill and send back to Africa. But no, I I made sure that, you know, I was within my rights. You know, I took my ballot and I did, you know, my due diligence there right in right at the voting polls, man. Um, I did too, man. I, I voted out in um, some school in Farmington Hills, actually. Okay. Um, walk right in, voted, walk right out, and I overheard um, some of the people who's running the the center saying like, "Hey, um, we thought the turnout was going to be um, bigger. However, so many people voted from home, and, um, sent in ballots, or dropped them off at Connie Clerks." That um you don't have to you don't have to worry about the long lines and shit no more. Yeah. Um, I used to say all the time like why wasn't voting like a week long? Like why does it have to be in one day and then you fake count the votes by the end of the night and shit like that? Fake count the votes. Yeah, because the, the process that we're going through right now is actually how it goes. Like it's too many ballots for everybody to, to count them bitches in one night. It'd be ten o'clock, eleven o'clock Eastern, and they'd be announcing winners in the fucking. West Coast, they just got finished voting at eight o'clock. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it's it's impossible. Like it, it don't really work like that. Hey, Motor City Oprah checked in. Shout out to you, Cheyenne. I, I love you, even though you're three feet tall. <laughs> and then uh, I see Chris joined in too. You made the connection. I appreciate you, honey. Um. So look, it's a um. So I have a couple of different opinions um, about this whole voting process, right? Okay. I'm glad it's over. I'm glad it looks like 45 is going to be out of the office or whatever. Um, we don't know yet. We don't know. Yeah, that's one of the things. Because <laughs> I don't understand how today Georgia for the entire day was at 99% accounted for. And yesterday was at 99% accounted for and at the end of the night on tuesday was like 90 something plus like fam how do i do it take to count one percent like it, it doesn't make sense if you did a larger number in a shorter time you didn't have a day and a half and you ain't moved off that one percent yet so this is my question that that voting machine that you slide that shit into like you don't do nothing you don't tally like that shit not tallying that motherfucker as they go like, this has got to be a better way I think some shit's going on. I don't know what it is, but it ain't just come, like what? What the fuck is taking so long? If it's only one percent left, if ninety nine percent of all the ballots are being accounted for, how does one percent take a day and a half? And they still ain't finished. No nah, man, did, did Nevada finish their voting? Finish tallying their vote yet? Because I know they was like one of the ones kind of holding shit up. Um, I'm looking at the election results right now. And that shit is still 264 to 214. That shit been like that for over 24 hours now. Like, help him, help me make help it make sense. I don't know. Do you think at any point Trump is going to concede? Uh, he has said he's not going to concede. Oh. And there's a book um, I like to reference all the time. It's called Shit I Was Right About. Uh, remember a few months ago I explained how this process was going to go? I yes, said... I, I'm not even going to front on you. Yes, you, you kind of... You kind of ripped that shit down to the T. I said that there are going to be um, Trump is going to lose and then he's going to challenge the votes. He's going to go through the court system. And I guess how the system is, all these swing states going to end up getting thrown or tossed out or they're not going to be able to be counted. And then the House of Representatives are going to end up selecting the president. And he has the 
more people in the House. And when they select the president, he's going to lose the popular vote in real life, lose the electoral college vote, but end up probably sliding in on some back law shit that's officially on the books in the House of Representatives, possibly do their own vote. And he's going to win that way. He ain't leaving. I hope I hope the I hope story that's not the like, case. Yeah, I hope the story don't end like that. I hope that's not one of those things where the shit I was right about. But is that is there something even on the books that the House of Representatives can vote him in? Yes, whenever there is that, um, whenever something challenged and they go through the courts and they still can't figure it out, the ones in question get thrown out those states, and then the House of Representatives is actually who selects. Wow. According to what I've read and what I've heard. You now, paid attention to social studies, my nigga. Now, granted, that don't mean I'm like the end-all, be-all source and I could be misinformed, but um, I'm not like legitimately making it up. This is what I believe to be the truth. Okay. Um. So listen, man. Um. So the, the word around town is that black people all over the country saved the election. Oh, that's 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 the concrete truth. Yeah. So like Philly, Detroit, um, Atlanta, Atlanta, all the counties, all the Milwaukee. Yeah. Um, all the metropolitan areas or the city areas is where most people are densely populated. And that's where all the black folks at and all the white folks. These are brass generalizations um, are in the rural areas. And it's not that many of them. So we got to vote because <laughs> like we we the. It's more people in Detroit. Is it more people in Detroit metro area than the rest of the state? I believe so. I wonder how many people in the state of Michigan. No, I can't be. I'm I'm tripping. That's not how. There's more works. black people. Well, <laughs> I guess um, that's kind of like an obvious. Yeah, but um, so listen, um, black folks all over the country, Atlanta, all the and the blackest places, they say the election, we swung it, and stop 45 from getting in there. Right. Right. So we do know with 100 percent certainty that there is power in the quote unquote black vote. Absolutely. So can we now officially lead this Democrat and Republican shit alone and just go independent? Because we can be independent if we can sway the entire fucking election. We can be independent. We don't have to keep saying, yo, we're going to vote for the lesser of two evils or do this like we can literally be independent. We can. And we've also shown candidates like, look, I think it was twofold. First of all, niggas are so tired of Trump and that fuck shit. We was like, nah, not another four years. And then it also shows the candidates that like, look, from this point forward, you're going to have to work for this vote. Like, we'll come out and support you. But like from here on out. You, there's got to be some clear cut things for black people, the black agenda for us to get behind candidates from this point, because we we want and we need shit. Um, I seen somebody make a post that says, I can't name one thing Trump America did to me that America wasn't already doing to me. Can you add something to that list? Say that one more time for me. I didn't quite catch that. So we've been in Trump's America for the last four years. Right. Um, and he said, I can't name one thing that Trump America did to me that America wasn't already doing to me. I think that's a valid point. Um, so it just I'm glad that 45 is out of there. But the overwhelming. He's not out of there yet, though. He's not out of there yet. Got it's it. It's not official. 
Okay, but let's say he loses. I'm glad everybody got together to make they they to make their decision to get him out of there. Cool. And most people say we got to get him out of there because he's racist. Like that's the thing, right? Right. Because he's racist. Um, like racism did exist before four years ago, though, right? Like we can ex- we can racism ex- is as old as America. Yeah. Um, a lot of people who thought I was going to vote or support Trump just because I'd be calling out the bullshit I'd be seeing on the other side. Y'all weird to me. But um, the idea that we got to get one person out because he's racist. Since the did that mean that the other side is not racist? No, both sides are racist. So, like, can we just talk about what they one of them going to do for each other? Because. Trump didn't run on a policy this year. I don't know. He ran on one last year and Biden didn't run on a policy either. It wasn't like a remember Trump, when, Trump ran off off the backs of his supporters and Biden ran off. A, I'm not Trump. Remember when Obama was running? He was trying to get Obamacare. We was going to pass this health care thing. Like it was something that they took and they campaigned on and say, yo, this is going to be the thing. Hillary Clinton, the whole night. You, everybody has like a campaign that they run on. Yeah. Build back better. What is? What is that? What I, is that? That oh. was Trump's. I mean, that was a uh, Biden's campaign was build back better. Build what back better? It's kind of like a make America great again. Oh. But oh, that's, no, that's what no. it sounds like. I, to me. I ain't but with that. I ain't with build that. back better. But that, but like none of them ran on a policy, right? No. Nah. It was just all we don't like Trump because the nigga stupid. He say wild shit, racist shit. Um, but like I want us. To take all this political capital that we see, have exercised and used. And now let's be real with each other. Because when I went out there to vote for the president, I saw a Democrat. I saw a Republican. I saw a Libertarian. I saw the U.S. Taxpayers Party. I saw the Green Party. And I saw the Natural Law Party. So in Michigan... I think it was about 10 candidates on the ballot. It was six. It was six different candidates on the ballot for president in Michigan and then a write-in, right? Mm-hmm. So every year, every four years, we run through this whole, we got to vote for the lesser or two evil shit as if, there, and we live in a two-party system, as if locally you didn't have all this shit on the same ballot. Did you know there was even more... For the U.S. senator, it was still the Democratic Party, Republican, the Libertarian, the U.S. taxpayers, and the Green Party. Not until I actually looked at the ballot. Like, at some point, we do actually have to take responsibility as a human being and be a a productive member of this, right? And stop with this bullshit that there's only two parties. When you know for 100% fact, if you voted, that there was more than two names in every fucking category. And they had the name of their party underneath it. But people are just only, they're more familiar with that two-party system. And I even look at it, even taking it back a little bit further, because like I said, I got kids in high school, middle school, elementary school. They only really talk about two parties. They start ingraining that shit in your head around second or third grade, and that's that's all people know. Now, not to say that, like, you should be able to do your due diligence. If you you got that computer in your hand, pick it up, learn something about the candidates, learn something about, you know, the different policies and laws they're trying to put in your, put into place in your local municipality. So you go to the polls educated. But, like, 
these people who talking about the lesser two evils and this two party system, y'all vote every four years. Do y'all not look at the ballot? Did you not see that there was more than two? Because y'all preached this shit like you literally got to know there's more than two, right? Yeah. And if the television only is telling you two, but on your ballot there's more, that don't ever raise a red flag to you? But you only see those two on TV also. And that's who decides who wins the presidency every fucking year. The television? CNN, Fox News, and MSNBC. Those are the three places that everybody get their news from who tell you who's going to win, who's not, who's up in the polls, who's down in the polls. And they refuse to let anybody on their television who's not a Democrat or Republican. So let's this. All that political power and that political capital that we just used, saw, and exercised, how about you turn that towards those three stations who refuse to participate in the democratic process because they're not providing you a fair and balanced option. They're giving you two. And there's more. What about Angela Walker for the Green Party, who was a black woman who was running for vice president? Yeah. How come she don't get no fucking love? You know, your boy been all over the news uh, throughout the election, neither talking real smart and real intelligent. And I didn't really kind of get down with him at first. But my man, Andrew Yang, somebody need to pick him up and have Andrew help develop some policies like there's room for him in the cabinet somewhere. F figure out a job. Well, if people wanted to use their actual brains or just be responsible for their actual actions, they would have just voted for him in the primaries. Yeah. That's all you got to do. Like there, there, there isn't a, you don't have to wait until there's only quote unquote two viable options and I have to pick one or the other. Like you're a responsible human being who can make a decision for yourself and you can't have it both ways. Either your vote counts or your vote doesn't count. Cause I heard people and I had discussions say, if you voted for anybody other than the Democratic Party or the Republican Party, you wasted your vote. And for somebody to get up here and say that every vote matters and your vote counts, you know, you contradict yourself because what you're really saying is your your vote counts if you vote for my candidate. Yeah. I'm never voting for somebody I don't support. That's just me. Like you can vote for whoever you want, but that's your record and your record is on history and the history will show that I ain't never voted for Donald Trump. I'm never voting for nobody that I don't support. Never. I mean, but I, I think people at the basis of the voting process should, excuse me, you should vote for your, for your best interest, for what, for what appeals to you and what you want. that candidate talking what you want, I just think the days of, Okay, I'm just going to vote flat. Dip. I think that flat Democrat or that straight Republican ticket, that's just for niggas that's lazy and uneducated. I mean, most of us is lazy and uneducated. Well. And that's just, I mean, like, so that's a big ass ballot. I didn't know all them people for, for judges in all them different districts. How the fuck am I going to study 35 different judges? It was, it was like legitimately like 35 different names. Because each of those categories have multiple people. I don't know who the fuck the Ninth District Court is. I don't, how do I even research them people? No, but before you can you can view everything that's on the ballot like before you like election time. You know what I'm saying? So For like sure. you can you can become educated on it. I'm talking about like how do I find out what a judge's voting history is? Like I I can't that information isn't readily available. I can't go to 
lack of a better term. I can't go to Judge Hatchet and get a listing. No, this time she voted on domestic violence cases. She goes for the defendant all the time or for the for the plaintiff all the time. Like, oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Did you know on the, one of those proposals was for the police to have him um, to make it a constant, make it. Uh, I don't to be able to search your house without a warrant. No, to search your phone. Yeah, without a warrant. Without a warrant. They wanted to add that addendum, addendum to the Michigan Constitution. I didn't know that shit was on the ballot until I read the ballot. And wasn't one commercial. All I heard on WJLB was get Trump out of office or go vote. Ain't nobody say nothing about that proposal. Well, I knew about that before I went to the poll. Cause, um, well, I said before I read the ballot. I went online and read the ballot. But like... So that's your opportunity. Go online and read it. I get that's my opportunity. Do you think most people knew that was on the ballot, though? I'll I be honest. I had heard about that shit beforehand, but I'm, I know that me and you digest information a little bit different. We get information a little bit differently than probably most people. So, you know, but... I hate this fake patriotism shit because it's so easy for you to say, that that when when there's a established good guy and an established bad guy, it's just so easy for you to make a decision and you act like, yo, I'm so involved in this. No, you're not. You don't even give a fuck in real life. Yeah. I'm so happy that Biden won though, because he now, ain't won yet, Jay. He ain't won yet. All right. You think what you think Trump won it? I just want to see the official result. That's all I'm saying. All right. All that shit aside, who you think gonna win? I think we all lose at the end, but I think Joe will win and be our next president. All right. And the reason I'm happy for that is I want to know what black people are going to do next. So what's the goal? We go back and chill for the next four years. We like we won. No, we got to squeeze these niggas. And what we start to squeeze is at the is at the uh, Senate level. You got to make sure that you're getting senators in there voting people in your local elections that are really going to help make a difference. Because that's where we had the most impact. And whatever it is that we collectively decide as people that we want, you know, I think there there are some huge socioeconomical issues that we need to talk about and that we need to start squeezing these candidates for. These schools, the disparity in uh, finance, you know, the disparity in wealth. Like, how are you going to help us, like, ease, them, ease some of those gaps together? it's tough man um it's definitely tough you know trump was trying to get rid of certain laws that was that had been uh enacted to stop predatory lending and shit of that nature and when it comes to predatory lending it hurts people that are black and brown just just plain and simple it hurts people that are black and brown and it's just only going to further the wealth divide and i want you know my kids to be able to Nigga, you damn near, and I. this is no knock to you at all, and I, and I hope you don't take it that way, but, like, you you damn near 40, and you purchasing your first home. I be working with people every day. You know, white families, they, they kids 22, 23, 24, and, and they had the ability to purchase their own home, and not just, like, a starter home. We talking two $300,000 homes because <laughs> That's of- That's starter home. <laughs> yeah, because of the opportunities that they've been afforded. Well, shit, nigga, I want my babies to have them same opportunities. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. That's a double-edged sword, too, though. How so? Well, not a double-edged sword, but, like, we got to stop thinking of ourselves as less than and start moving differently, too. Because um, they're not better than us. They make different decisions, but that's not because they're better. They're different. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And um, at some point... But as, sometimes we... black. 
you know, sometimes poor people, black people, we make poor financial decisions because out of ignorance. And then, you know, this to perpetuate the look of a lifestyle that we really can't maintain. Facts. And um, working where I've been working at for the last couple of weeks, yo, man, these white folks poor too. <laughs> they poor as fuck. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? They make the same wild ass decisions that we do. You know what I'm saying? But um, like we had this conversation back and forth. You know what I'm saying? We be It's be like tongue in cheek, like, Jay, you sounding grumpy. Let niggas ball. Let niggas do what they want to do. Hey, at some point, we're going to have to chill, though. Right? Like, in order to have that same opportunity... We got to stop going to Somerset. Yeah. So for your kid to have the opportunity to to purchase a home at 23 years old, well, maybe because dad gave him $60,000 for the down payment, you blew $60,000 this weekend on glasses and bottles in a club. (laughs) Like... Uh, and designer outfits that won't mean shit to you come three months from now. Yeah, so um, it's a whole bunch of shit we got to do. But I do want us to use this political capital that we we we, we clearly have, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and and let's start asking for shit. Like, put some pressure on that nigga, dog. Put some pressure on whoever ends up winning. Um, put some pressure on it. I do think it's a scam that they announced the winner yet, though. It's Friday, fam. The, 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 the votes was on Tuesday. Just just hold on. Hold on. It's only been a couple days. It's like when you mail your payment in. You got to wait for it to hit the account. No, the, that shit is up there. You mm. counted the money already, nigga. <laughs> like, mm. you counted the money already. We had 99%. Like, you can't tell me you can you can count 98% of the shit day one, and then three days later, you still stuck on that extra 1% and 2%. I mean, you still got to count the mail-in ballots. And it, it take time, man. How do they count votes? Like, they doing this shit with an abacus? Is it by hand? Like, how does that shit happen? They take that shit out the mail and slide that bitch in the machine. So that's a, so this is... The same way they count your regular votes, they count your mail-in votes. They say, remember, they, they take your little square thing, they put that shit with you. Yeah. It's the exact same process. They just open that bitch from the mail. And they... But the thing is, if 99% of the counties are reporting and all I got is mail-in votes left, why is it taking two and three days? You did all the other ones, even mail-in. It's a different size staff, probably. You know what I'm saying? You're it's a little a lot shorthanded. Of motherfuckers in there, dog. You're a little shorthanded. Dog, stop giving these niggas excuses, man. I don't, I don't know because the shit don't make no sense to me, but like, it's a lot of shit in the world I don't know. But, but, that be, but that be the issue, though. Well, that be where we can't stop because we don't know. That don't mean we don't ask questions. We don't just move that shit on. You got to ask questions. You know what I'm saying? Who do you ask about how, why the fuck the shit taking so long? Your secretary of state, because that's their literal job. Besides um, going down there and paying your tickets and shit, like I mean, getting your license, the secretary of state, that's her literal job. So come talk to the people. She's bu- she busy right now. What's your thing about them them um people that was down down at the at the Kobo? I'm not Kobo. Uh, TCF. That shit Kobo hard to me. Yeah, it's always gonna be Kobo. Listen, man, when I seen them niggas putting their hands on the window and praying and talking to white Jesus, I laugh from a healthy ass place, dog. Jesus ain't gonna say y'all niggas. 
uh, what's the little reporter nigga, Tay Crispy and shit? Yeah, <laughs> that Tay Crispy. He went down there. He was down. Black no, lies. <laughs> they turned around so <laughs> They turned around and was silent. Oh, shit. Oh, that nigga's funny. I don't uh, know what I don't know what they thinking to accomplish coming down to TCF Center. The police ain't gonna let you in. Uh, you're not gonna be able to see nobody to harass them and actually change the vote. But you know what I don't like? You know, all through all throughout the year, especially the summertime, there was a lot of peaceful protests. Police coming down there with tear gas and you know acts of violence to break that shit up. Where the fuck was that same energy at when all them crackers was down there at the TCF Center? Well, they also didn't bust any windows out. Get the motherfuckers <laughs> about it. Here. Get the motherfuckers about it. Yeah. Here. But we know who started all that shit. It was them. Yeah, get the motherfuckers about it here. Make yeah. them crackers go. Um What do you think about your man's um Lil Wayne last week, dog? Did we talk <laughs> about that? Yeah, we talked you gave Lil Wayne whose man's is this? Did I? Yeah, you did. Oh shit. Um, I saw on Saturday Night Live. Did you see the Saturday Night Live skit they did with Lil with Wayne? him and Ice Cube? No, that shit was bold. I don't do my nigga Ice Cube like that, dog. First of all, Jim Carrey as Joe Biden was hilarious. Yeah, but you know, you know they was gonna play on that shit. Yeah, man. Uh, I, if I was Keenan or whatever, Kale, which one, whoever that nigga, Keenan, uh, I wouldn't have did that shit. It's like, no, nope, run that shit back. I'm not doing that to Ice Cube. Them young. It's, I, I was gonna call him young, but he like our age. Us. Yeah, <laughs> he like our age. I feel like if you if you are of this generation, there's a certain reverence for Ice Cube that you just should have. Facts. Absolutely, he's a West Coast legend. He's a legend in period. Yeah, yeah, he is. All right, man. On some lighter shit, dog. Um, Swiss Beats has announced that there is going to be a versus battle between. A tribe called Quest and Outcast. How are you feeling about that? Um, I'm 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 a little uh, I'm a little torn because number one, I don't think that they'll be able to get three stacks and Big Boy in the same room. Why I don't just, you think that? When the last time you seen these two niggas together? When the last time you seen three stacks who was not outside with a flute? <laughs> that's what I'm saying like where does this nigga live at in a treehouse I don't know if they'd be able to get them in a room together with all the members of a tribe called Quest that'll be the first thing that uh, that that I'm concerned about and then the music I'm gonna take I'm not even gonna get credit for this statement but but the homie the, shout out to the homie uh Curve Gotti Marcus uh one third of the of the triangle offense he brought up a good point man these are two completely different stark contrasts in music, Outkast makes some wild ass music, and you said agree. that shit too. I, I don't agree that they they different. I think they are relatively equal as far as the type of music that they be making. Like Left My Wallet and El Segundo is some Outkast type shit. That you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. um, but first of all, let me let me let me clarify my statement How, about. Can Can I say one thing before you go into your statement? I got a hot take. Yeah. I've never been a fan of a tribe called Quest. Boom. I have not. Well, let me rephrase that. It was slightly before my time, so I didn't get into it like everything else. Now, some of the giant. I just thought that shit was like hippie music. I just wasn't interested. Some of them giant classic records are just regular classic hip hop records, but I'm yeah. not into that shit like the Outkast. So by default, Outkast is gonna win unless I am actually fond of more records than I realize. 
Because sometimes that happens in these battles. Yeah, and sometimes you hear something and you don't, it jogs your memory. It takes you to a place. Yeah. Um, but I wanted to clarify my statement about Andre 3000 on the flute. Do y'all know that that's a thing? Yeah, he's been spotted like all over Philadelphia. All over just the... Wa- just all, really all over the East Coast, just wandering around with a flute. Yeah, and when, once you run into Andre 3000 walking around and, and overalls and playing the flute... You take a picture of him and then you take a picture with him and it goes on the Internet. And I've seen this long ass uh, thread of all these random people who just meets Andre 3000. The nigga seems like he's the happiest person in the world. Like he is literally he's rich as shit and he literally just walks around and does whatever the fuck he wants to do. That's that should be the goal of being rich. Facts. That, like that's that's true happiness. And like. He's older now, so he got like a beard, a great beard. Like if you don't, if you don't, if you're not a hip hop fan or you don't know what you're talking about, you probably just walk right past. He just walking down the street by himself in overalls with a great beard and a flute, like. And he just post up at a random park and play the flute for yeah. a few hours. I, I hope I run into him one day so I can take the obligatory picture. And he, I mean, it's a thing, so he knows it's coming. So he takes the picture, he smiles, and. He's he off. Pro- he probably have he probably have a decent conversation with you too if you ain't acting like a jackass. I'm sure. Um, I mean, he got more fans than the average man, but not enough loot to last <laughs> me to the end of the week. A little better be. So listen, um, uh, I'm I'm going Outcast all the way. Um, I, know I agree with that. You you think I don't like Outcast or some shit or Andre three thousand because, um. I like to beat you in arguments or uh, debates. All right. So we had a debate. You, it's, um, it's, it's questionable if you won. But we had a debate. Uh, but, you know, I, I love Andre, man. And uh, even though he don't have one rap song where he rapped three verses by himself in the history of he his entire to. career. He don't um, need to. It's three stacks. Yeah, but it don't got three verses. Uh, <laughs> um, but um, I love that. I love I love Outkast music. And I don't think that's going to be for me. I don't think it's going to be close because I like the shit that I grew up on. And Tribe Called Quest is right outside of my, I never listened to that shit. I was strictly Ice Cube and NWA back then. Like I Yeah, man, I was definitely West Coast hip hop raised my life. I've often said on this show, first time I heard Ice Cube rap, I thought he was going to kick in my door and kill my family. <laughs> <laughs> I had never heard no. Sh- I thought Compton was in the middle of hell. I had never heard no shit Could like be. that, and I thought Ice Cube was gonna kill everybody I loved. How you going? How you feeling with this tattoo, man? Man, this bitch is starting to starting to get a little steam to it. <laughs> and we still on the outline. He ain't even touched the color. Mm. Hold on. Oh, okay. Well, we further along than I thought. See, I'm trying. To, I wonder if the tattoo. The pie gonna last longer than the tattoo, or, or, or vice versa. I don't know. Hey man, we about well, an hour in. Well, I'm not gonna. I'm not rushing the tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, well, I'm, 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 that's not the goal for yeah. to finish on the show. Um, I'm glad we did this shit though, because um, somebody close to the fold heard us say that and try to do that shit themselves. I thought that was whack. Yeah, it was. But I mean, you know, God forgives. I you don't. <laughs> I forgive you. I forgive you. Um, on the Swiss on the music tip, um, shout out to uh, D Rick. Um, we had a couple different um listening sessions. It's an artist I've been working with, one of the homies actually. Yeah, um, man. friend of the show. Friend of the show. It was a guest on the show on the um 
was it Critical Thinking episode? Yeah, and then man, you know, I'm not even gonna throw Rick Business out here, but he has a lot of uh, what's a good word to put it? A lot of uh, strong political views, and I would love to get him back in here to talk about some of. Them. Yeah, when, when he come back, we gonna talk about music first. Cause yeah, we ain't yeah. gonna let the strong, <laughs> the strong political views taint the music. Yeah, no, no. We'll let but, you get hooked on the music first. So we had the opportunity to have a listening session on this past Sunday. A lot of good people came out. Uh, seeing my nigga Illuminati G, uh, the homie Rock City. Shout out to Q. Uh, who else came through that I I, I recognize? Oh, uh, B Scarb, Chaz. Yeah, they was all in the building too. Man, look, Brick is my music pick of the week. The album here and now is amazing. My favorite songs on there are In the Field and Reason. And my boy Rick, he's spitting. He's spitting. Yeah. Um, so I've been, uh, I think that was the fourth um, session that we did. Okay. Fourth listening session. So now the project is officially out. Low key, the project been out since October the 16th. We just ain't told nobody. Um, after every listening session, we, we let them know that the album's out and have everybody go and take that to their people and listen to it. Yeah. Um, trying to roll it out differently um rick is around our age and he makes music or hip-hop music for those of us who grew up on hip-hop and not ready to let it go but we not like we don't want to listen to little, little yachty or yeah. you know what i'm saying or some shit like that so when like, hip-hop is getting older it used to be you know kind of frowned upon if you was a certain age and still rapping but some of my favorite rappers are late 30s early 40s you know why that was you know why i think that was why Cause I think them niggas got whack, and it was the first generation, like the first rappers got old, and we was like, "Yo, that shit ain't that's it's whack to be a, a rapper when you're that old." Because them old rappers was whack, but now when Jay Z's fifty and he still releases dope records, we didn't understand that it wasn't because of the age; it was because of the skill level. And I and I'll be one of the first to say it. Like I didn't want to hear fo fo fo. I said on this <laughs> podcast, I wasn't interested in hearing old Jay Z raps. But that shit was a solid ass album. When you hear Black Thought rap, nigga, you Black can, Thought is incredible. You can rap for the next ten years, my G. When you hear Royce the Five Nine rap, like all these niggas, Royce is getting Royce and Black Thought are getting better. Shit, we hear Rick Ross rap. Rick Ross like forty four, and he's still and he's still solid. He's still good. Um, so like music like that, like yo, man, we grew up on this hip hop shit. And we're not about to we not about to never stop listening to Jay Z or never stop listening to hip hop music. So I'm probably at the age of my life where I'm just like I'm gonna be sixty still listening to hip hop. One hundred percent. I'm still be listening to uh Life After Death. And I wanna hear that new shit too. Some of it. Some yeah, of it some is of good. It. Some of it. I'm listening to anything good. Um, but the album is pretty good, man. Um The album by, is amazing. And by pretty good, I mean that shit is fucking great. Yeah, man. Um, Rick got bars. He do got good production. Got um amazing production, a sequence, perfectly the mixing, the mastering, all of that shit is perfect on that shit, man. The melodies, the whole nine yards. Yeah, uh -huh. Rick got a solid project. I hope people really get behind it and support it. It's definitely my music pick of the week. It'll be in the show notes, and uh, we just hope y'all listen to it and support it. D. Rick here and now. Um. Damn, I feel like I want to get my. I'm gonna get my who's man. This is not the end yet. No, it's not. But, not at the benediction. Yet. Um, but I do want to get my who's man's is this. Uh, 
my whose man's is this? Hold on real quick. Fuck you, cause some my homeboy Rich just checked in on the live. He said I was getting a penis on my neck. Fuck you, my nigga. <laughs> you know better. You know better. <laughs> um. So um, my whose man's this goes to uh Donald J Trump. Like dog, this nigga's a fucking loser, dog. <laughs> in every sense of the word, a double aunt Andre. You know what I'm saying? Like. The fact that that nigga got up on TV yesterday, I thought the nigga was going to cry. He was, ah, uh, they, they're taking the lesson from me. Uh, Detroit and Philadelphia, um, they're the most corrupt political places in the, in the, no one should be able to, 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 to persuade the election from here. Like, like, get the fuck out of here. You look like you're up there about to cry. You're lying. You took an L. He stormed off of a, uh, of a, uh, what is it? He's losing because he's stupid, right? You told all of your people for at least the last six months, don't do mail-in ballots. Go out to the polls. You told them niggas, don't mail in, don't mail in, don't trust that, blah, blah, blah. And guess what? Your people didn't mail in their ballots. So all you got was all you got. Now, here come the fucking Calvary, like the fucking Avengers to your left uh, on some um, uh, Captain America shit. Um, niggas say um, <laughs> I saw a meme that say uh, them election ballots is hitting in like uh, posted a, um, pending transactions after a wild weekend and shit yeah uh, they ain't lying you know fucking NSFEs and shit um, but you a fuck he just a fucking loser and a sore loser and I know he's not gonna concede and he's gonna try to, to, to say he won but he just got up there and lied a bunch and set the tone so that his his cronies and his supporters will literally think that that's the battle cry yeah trying to literally think that there is something opposing democracy and they're gonna try to he talking about yeah they were getting violent like nigga wasn't nobody getting violent them weak ass niggas that was down at the tcf i whooped the fuck out of everybody that was down there was some old ass soccer moms some little ass kids some old out of weight fucking plumbers and shit down there like wasn't nobody afraid of the motherfuckers at all um, it was, I guess it was a cool national story to make it look like it was worse than what it was. That shit, they gonna write about that shit in the history books. Like there, there was a, cr-. that shit was nothing, nothing at all. Um, who's man's this? Cause he's a fucking loser. Um, you losing because at the end of the day, people just don't like you dog. People will vote for you. If they like you, they don't like you. Has Donald Trump now taken the throne as the worst president in American history? No, I don't think so. You think Bush was worse? I mean, it's a lot of niggas who was fucking worse. Um, now, is, is, is he the worst personality? Because can a nigga who hate Trump tell me a policy that he passed or didn't pass that you don't like? Y'all, we don't like him because who he is. So is he the worst personality? I don't know. George Bush literally knocked down the fucking towers, got the fucking um, Patriot Act signed, and started a war with a whole nother country who didn't even have shit to do with it. So... Thousands of thousands of lives got murdered and killed because of oil. I mean, I ain't forgot that shit. So fuck both the niggas, but <laughs> uh, we can't forget that. And somehow, fucking George Bush is just best friends with Miss Obama. That's weird to me. Um, you know, people become softer as they get older. You know, you don't see them as the same cold rigid figure that they used to be yeah we don't see you as the person who literally got in america's in anyway i'm not gonna go that into that bag uh but um i don't think that's the case i think there was a lot of motherfuckers who was worse than that 
policy wise that actually impacted our lives. I think Trump's a horrible person. Um, I think he's a liar. Um, I think he a bullshitter. Like he he gets up on a microphone and bullshits his way through a conversation. He ha- he has a lot of talking points that uh, inspire emotion. Yeah, but they be empty ass statements all the time, all the fucking time. Um, so that's my whose man's this. He's a fucking loser. You lost. Get the fuck out of here. Um, do you think that? There's going to be some sort of uh, mini civil war type shit going on. I don't think it's civil war might be pushing it. You know, it just feel the times feel just kind of uneasy right now. Like, you know, something going to happen. I just don't know what that something is. Uh, I feel like it's going to be some form of unrest, but I don't think it's going to be like a full blown fucking race war. Yeah, I don't I don't I don't think so either. Um a few years ago in, was it Oregon? It was four years ago to be, I think it was in Oregon or some shit like that at a national park and a bunch of white folks across the country on YouTube, you know, the YouTube gun heroes and shit, yeah. all of them, they packed all their shit up and they went down to this federal wildlife reserve that I guess the government was taking from, allegedly taking from somebody mm-hmm. and they went down there and said, yo, this is tyranny. They got all their guns and shit and they was talking on tough online and did live broadcast. Police shot showed up, shot one nigga, and everybody went to fuck home. One old white man got shot and killed, and everybody went to fuck home. Oh, so I, I mean, soldiers catch the bullets. I be seeing everybody out there on the, on the internet on the Michigan Michigan militia and all that dumb shit, and they'll be out there in the woods. I'm not saying that y'all are it's futile to do that. I just don't believe none of that shit. Now, the niggas you need to worry about is the guy that is not posting them videos on the internet. The niggas who are on the internet posting their training fat motherfuckers outside <laughs> in <laughs> Upper Michigan. Uh, who Doing can't laser even, tag drills. Nigga can't even get that gun belt around. Like, no, get your fat ass the fuck out of here. No, you're not even, like, no, it's not happening. Um, you're too big to even carry all your guns and your ammo. You got all these guns and all these ammo. If shit hit the fan, you know you got to be mobile, right? <laughs> so you're going to leave your whole your whole stash of everything or whatever. But I don't, I don't believe none of that shit. I've seen that shit in real life. One person got shot. Everybody went home. So I don't believe it. I, I think it's, it's, um, it's kind of dangerous to keep pushing that narrative. Um, I done got this message, um, three different times today. You probably didn't got this shit too, about the NAACP getting a thread about some initiation from the KKK and black people, um, may get snatched. I don't. I don't believe none of that shit. Okay. Um, I didn't got that message three different times in the last day and a half. Um, it's a chain letter. It's not real. It's about real as everybody who had a, a cousin at the Pentagon. Um, when Corona was about to hit. Yeah. Like everybody got getting that My text message. My cousin said they gonna shut shit down. <laughs> it's not happening. Um, I also carry a gun, so if some white nigga try to hop out a truck and try to get me, I'm shooting them. So that's just <laughs> that's just gonna be that on that. Black men don't get kidnapped unless it's by the government. But don't do We call that shit. Um, well, that's body Clinton. That's I mean, something different. <laughs> yeah. Um, but finally though, uh, were you able to get a chance last week to watch Javante Davis 
<laughs> versus almost Leo almost Cruz. decapitate that man. Man, Leo Santa Cruz. I like Leo, man. Leo's a good fighter, dog. Leo was, you know, Leo was not no slouch. Uh, it was a good fight. It wasn't like it was a first round knockout. And before Javante knocked him out, like Leo was giving him some solid shots. Yeah, Leo was a, he throws a lot of punches. He was in there. It was a good. I mean, it was six rounds, so it was a good fight for five and a half rounds and then that one or five point forty like five and a half rounds and that one shot hey man everybody you know when you got two men throwing hands anybody can lose at any given point in time some nigga hit you on the button you're gonna hit the flow uh and you know uh, a, a token you know a token rule that i didn't see in this fight but a token rule when it comes to fighting you drop the left you're gonna get knocked the fuck out uh, 100% because when you drop your left that means you're on the the other guy's right hand um, is going to knock you the fuck out because most people are right handed Yep. Um, now when I fight or box I fight southpaw because that's what I've always done. Did Gervonta wear Floyd Mayweather's old uh, old outfit from Cinco de Mayo? Uh, I don't believe so. <laughs> no well they came out like you remember when Floyd fought Oscar back in the day Yeah. that's the same well, colorway I mean, of outfit he wore yeah white yellow i mean so i'm sorry white green and red is that's their colors so whenever you fighting somebody mexican um they be taunting you know what i'm saying yeah uh so that's floyd thing floyd like to pair fighters who have fan bases together so it's me versus mexico it's me versus ireland it's me versus um what what um floyd is all about the money every facts, single time 100 percent um, Javante Tank Davis is uh, a monster in there. Um, I'm still not a hundred percent, so I don't know where to categorize him at, right? Because he's not like a master. He's not like a master boxer yet, right? And he's not like a slugger, but he has power in both hands. He's kind of like a puncher boxer versus a boxer puncher. I don't know, um, but he's getting better, and he seems a lot more. You're world champion, man. Of course. I mean, well, it's like eight belts in every division. Everybody a fucking world champion. Aww. But that's not taken away from Javante. Javante is a fucking He got the truth. belts that actually mean something, though. It's a lot of niggas in his weight class. Uh, yeah, it is. De- Devin Haney got a belt. Um, uh, Teofimo Lopez got a belt in his weight class. He won. You know, they won, like it's. I like lo- to see him fight Devin Haney. Um, Devin Haney's fighting tomorrow night, and they trying to set that up. They're trying to set the Teofimo Lopez fight up. Um, so... You know, I love boxing. Um, I thought that was a really good fight. Tank Davis is getting better, though. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. the that's the, the point I'm trying to make. No one's trying to knock him. He's getting better, and he's taking advice. Before, he was doing a rebellious shit, him and Floyd. Now he's actually taking advice. And you know where all, all this shit stems from? Early, I want to be Adrian Broner 2.0. That's who I really should have gave who man's this. I'll come back on that one. Okay. Uh, but Devin Haney, Floyd got with Devin Haney early in the year and started uh, working out with him. You know what I'm saying? Turning him at the gym. And then Tank got kind of kind of salty. He was like, well, look, nigga, last year you told Floyd that you wanted to be your own man. You wanted to go back to, to Maryland and um, Baltimore and, and train everything like that. They were like, well, fuck it. Go do your thing. You're a grown man. And then I started tra- tra- training Devin Haney. And then you brought your ass right to Vegas. And now you've been perfect sense so hey sometimes to take a little you know you seen your girl with somebody else and now you want to act now good now you want her back yeah <laughs> now she's now she the best looking thing in the world yeah what's up with your man adrian broner dog 
No, nah, Adrian is a fool. He's a fucking fool. First of all, from a nigga that's going to court multiple times in my life, that's not the place where you want to get to and start lying in front of the judge. So get, to give you some background, last year he got into uh, some situation with a young girl in a club. Not a young girl, a girl in a club, some so- assault case, and he lost, and he got to pay $800,000. Right. He went to court and said, all I got is 13 bucks. Um because I didn't lost, I didn't bankrupt, or whatever, whatever. I, all I got is $13. $13. Now, Tiafimo Lopez, after the victory, he out in Vegas. He got money online. He doing all this shit. He get in front of the judge, talking about you got $13. Like, I just seen you on Instagram holding stacks of money to your ear. Like, where is this? where did this come from? My, 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 my friends. I got they- rich friends. Who? I mean, like Javante Tank Davis. I mean, I mean, uh, he started naming names. Like, wait a minute, nigga, <laughs> why you naming names? Did he, now? did he start snitching in court? I'm just saying, you you talking to the popos uh, and the judges. So he been in jail for a couple of days. You know he's out, right? Yeah. Did you see him today? No, I didn't see him today. Holding stacks of money to his ear. Oh, nigga, you going back to jail? Like he's holding stacks of money to his ear and saying, "Look, I told you, I can't help. My friends just sent me some more money." Are oh, you a fucking idiot, dog? Like you went to jail for for lying in court saying you ain't got no money and then posing on Instagram and either you just either you officially are posing on Instagram and it's not your money, lame, or you're just a fucking idiot. Why would you keep tempting this judge who just held you in contempt and put you in in jail? Because he want to go back to jail. He got a boyfriend in there. <sighs> Man, I don't get. I don't. I don't. I don't get it, dog. Remember um, when 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 pay that girl her fucking money and just be done with it, dog. Just be done with it. I tell you when um, Adrian Broner's career took a turn for the worse is when Jay Z offered him a contract, um, which was like eight like eight million dollars a fight for like six fights, um, and he turned that money down and told Jay Z. He said Jay Z can suck his dick because that's not enough money. Um, he has not made forty million dollars since then. <laughs> no. He he he. For some reason, he thought he was about to be a pay per view star. And he was going to get a Pacquiao fight on pay-per-view, which he ultimately did and got his ass whooped. He lost, fam. Sometimes you just believe your own hype too much. You and lost. then and then let's be honest, like literally Broner really hadn't fought nobody. Name one credible fighter that he has a win over. I can't. Paulie Malinaji? Nah, didn't he beat uh, Showtime Porter? No, he lost. Okay. Well, there there goes that. He don't have a he don't have a win over a credible name. Like he got like some 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 good B level fighters. Like he don't got a name a win over a top guy. Like it don't it don't exist. So, uh, no nah, man, that's um he's a loser uh too. And whose man's is this? Uh, that's all I got, man. This week, dog. I feel like something else happened this week. But I can't think of it. So, I mean, it just is what it is. Is it time for the benediction? It is, man. All right, man. I got to well, pee like a motherfucker. <laughs> go that's what you get for drinking that 64 ounce. Brisk. Yeah, brisk iced tea. Brisk juice drink. <laughs> it ain't even lemonade. Just juice drink. <laughs> juice drink. Uh, it's your man, Dame Gone Wild. I got a new Twitter because I got... I got my iPhone 12 and I got locked out of my old Twitter. So it's Dame Gone Wild on Twitter. Just no I and Wild, W-L-D. Uh, shout out to my homie Terrence. The West Side LD. 
<laughs> Fuck you. Uh, shout out to the homie Terrence that came through, tatted me up. Inc. Dot 31 on Instagram. Uh, hit my man's up, patronize him, have him give him your money. He's putting artwork on my neck. We're gonna post the uh, finished product to the podcast page shortly. And if you see me out in the streets, you know, you know where I got it from. Man, you know, I just thought about this, man. What's up? For tattoo artists, man, that's a pretty dope when you make your art, that shit lasts forever on somebody. That's why I, I never haggle with tattoo artists about their price, because I'm going to have this tattoo longer than they're going to have the money. So if it, if it costs a little bit to make me look good, because I got bad tattoos. I got real bad tattoos. I got, so you know, I had Down Syndrome Jesus on my chest. But I'm I got, glad you fixed that, though. Yeah, Lady L took care of that one for me. She, she hooked me up. But I got a real bad angel tattoo on my arm. I never show it to people because it's it looked like my angel supposed to have a halo, but it looked more like an afro. It's real bad. So that's going to probably be the oh, next. Oh, that's what that is? Yeah, man. Why you got a white angel? It's not white. He's black. He got an afro. No, that's a white man. That's, no. a, that's a, does he have a nose? Yes, he has a nose, nigga. Oh. Don't do that to me. Hey, you know what I'm saying? It okay. is what it is. So I don't know. But I was young when I got it, and if you tatted the fuck up, you bound to have a bad tattoo. Like I'm, I'm damn near 50 plus with this tattoo thing. So I mean, I got a, I got a couple bad ones, but I'm a, you know, I'm gonna get them, get them shits worked out. But you know, good tattoos ain't cheap, and cheap tattoos typically ain't good. So yeah, but it's, it's really dope because like you can draw a picture and do a painting, but something can happen to the painting. You can lose it. You can, you can water drop up. Like a tattoo is there forever. Yeah, man. One day I'm going to be in an old folks home and I had this, when some young girl is sponge bathing these balls, she's going to see all these tattoos. Yeah, man. Good luck with that. And it's still going to make her coochie wet. Um, Coochie. That's a word that people should bring back. Well, YNJ thinks he brought it back. Nah, man. He, he started it. He, he definitely started the trend, but, you know, I wish my son, my eighth grade son, would probably... I, I don't want to say that. I don't want to say that. You wish he'd get some, get some coochie? Is that what you're about to say? No, I wish he would say it a little bit more. It needs to start with that age group, 12, 13, and they'll bring it back. My granddad used to say, caught y'all doing the oochie coochie. <laughs> <laughs> but I want my sons to be gentlemen, so I ain't, I ain't even going to throw that out there. Okay. Uh, your son is Aries, man. He's going to be all right. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to my kids, man. I love y'all. Daddy loves y'all. See y'all Sunday. And uh, listen, man, it's your man, Jay Johnson, uh, one half of everything. Uh, shout out to uh, y'all for checking in, uh, putting up with. Um, I'm glad this politics shit is over because I'm tired of talking about it. Uh, hopefully it'll be over <laughs> by next week, but I'm done with that shit. Um, most importantly, man, when you see the blue and the black, you know where you at. Shop Talk Podcast Studio. Um, I got a new website up shoptalkpodcaststudio.com go in there and book some time you feel me um, I spent a lot of time creating that website and that shit looked dope um, so you know don't text me go on the website and book some time don't DM us on the shop talk page either um, I got a whole shop talk podcast studio page you know but I'm saying that's not how you book time you book it through the site yeah you really do um, shoptalkpodcaststudio.com I'm not saying we the Rockefeller podcast, but we are Jay and Dave. Hell yeah. Peace.